Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Pulp Mex Fantasy Podcast. The last one of the year. That's right. It's over. 29 races. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of heartbreak also along the way. Uh, thank you to uh, Fly Racing, to flyracing.com. Uh, go there for the website. 2020 stuff is out now, and support them. Blake Baggett wearing fly. Justin Bogle wearing fly. Benny Bloss wearing fly. Zach Osborne wearing fly. So on and so forth. You know the guys uh, that wear fly racing each and every weekend. Thanks to those guys for supporting the podcast. Pro Taper as well. Rockstar Husky Worldwide. Geico Honda. JGR Suzuki. All using Pro Taper products. ProTaper.com uh, for more information on that. We also want to thank the folks at 100%. Uh, Fantasy19 is the code to save at Ride100%.com on casual apparel and accessories. Marvin Muscat, Cooper Webb, Chase Sexton, uh, Aaron Plessinger, uh, Cole Seeley, you name it. A lot of guys wearing 100% out there. Dean Wilson as well. So please uh, support them. And so if you want some deal on the casual apparel and accessories, I just ordered some 100% socks that I absolutely love. Um, so, yeah, uh, Fantasy19, I use the code to save at Ride100%.com. Thanks to Kawasaki. Three bikes. We gave away two 250s and a 450. Thank you, Kawasaki, for supporting the game. And thanks for you people for playing, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks to all the companies that support it. We're going to recap Indiana, go through some winter stuff, call it a day. It's been a fun year. Hope you guys are coming back in 2020. We're going to go deeper into prizes, going to go bigger with the prizes in 2020. Got some co- we had some companies come to us that want to support us, so which is really cool when they just hit us up out of the blue and say, hey, man, we love this game. We play it all the time in their office, so let us give some prizes and all of that. Um and, uh, yeah, I really appreciate that. So thank you, everybody, for uh, playing all year. Thanks to those companies for supporting us. Here's the last podcast of the year. See you in 2020. As promised, uh, Pulp Mex Fantasy wrap-up show. We'll go over Ironman and uh, talk about how we did there. And uh, we will not look ahead to the next race because it is over. It is done. Another year of Pulp Mex Fantasy in the books for 2019. And, again, as I said in the beginning, thank you, everybody, for playing. Really appreciate it. Marks might jump on here shortly. Parabinos is on an airplane somewhere, so he's not going to make the final show. Uh, but I do have from Get and Athena, it's Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? Uh, just, you know, I'm happy it's over. I'm happy I ran you down and passed you. Got my 50 bucks. Uh, I can't thank uh, all those great riders that, that uh, helped me win so much. Also on the line from Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? You say you can't thank them? You got you say you got to say you can't think I'm enough. You did the writer thing. Right? Yeah. I said enough. Oh, I said enough. Right. My, uh, bad. my bad. My bad. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? How are you? I'm good. I'm uh I'm in Florida. I was uh, came down here to meet with all my buddies, and then uh, a hurricane decided to come and destroy those plans. So uh, now I'm driving towards an airport so I can fly home tomorrow. Really? What what's going on with the hurricane? Yeah. What's happening? I don't I don't know anything about the hurricane. There's a, yep, there's there's a hurricane going to hit Florida, and we were all supposed to be in Miami. So I go to Miami. To, I was supposed to fly out Sunday. I, they're basically telling me I need to leave now, or I'm also not going to be able to get out. Oh, so it's, yeah, not great. Well, I, I, yeah, well, that's too bad. It's a ca- it's a category four. That's I mean, it's pretty big. That's hashtag Florida problems for sure. <laughs> for is. sure, yeah, yes. it totally is. Right. Um, all right, let's get into this. Uh, 335 points for me at Ironman. Dan, there's your phones, Dan. They're back. Your phones are back. My phones are back. Uh, I scored 436 points, and uh, Dylan Wright scored zero of those points. JT? I had 338, and I was half awake in Sweden, and uh, the only thing keeping me awake was my anger. 
my unbridled anger at some of my riders. So for the second series in a row, second year in a row, I had the lead and lost it at Ironman out of the four of us or five of us. Uh, very disappointing, very heartbreaking, very full of anger. Uh, I don't know what to say. I can't hold this lead. I collapsed. Last year it was JT. This year it was you, Dan. I already sent you the 50 bucks, Dan. I hope you saw that via PayPal. Oh, oh yeah. And uh, uh, we'll get into it here shortly. I don't know why bad things happen to good people at, at Ironman MX, but, but they certainly do. And uh, so that is now, I believe, second place for me in uh, all four series since we started Pulp Mix Fantasy. I might have a third in there, but I believe I've gone 2-2-2-2. Two, 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 two. And with two blown leads. So it's it's very, very sad. And I don't even have my Canadian guy to blame it on, Dan, because you picked him, as mentioned. I can't even blame yeah. it on him. So You think with your heart too much. That's that's all you can blame it on. You, you think with your heart. Oh, ridiculous. Uh, um, you, you, you pick with the heart. And then I, I don't know if you had AP or not, but wherever you got your information on AP was terrible. Okay, fantastic. We'll get into that. Uh, welcome to the show, Marks. How are you, Travis Marks? I'm fine. How are you? It's over, Travis. It's over. Uh, sort of, but yeah. <laughs> Although, uh, we had a tweet this morning. A guy wants a separate league, uh, two guys only, uh, long shot picks, cash league. So you'll set that up shortly, I'm sure. You'll get yes, right. I'm, I'm, consider it done. Right, right. You'll get on that. Um, all right. So what would you score, Marks, at Ironman? 305. 305. Oh, that's... Not that yeah. good, by the way. Well, I was to be fair, I was out of town. I didn't have service, so I, I went with my Wednesday team. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, all right. Let's get into it. We'll get into the winners, too, overall uh, here shortly. But um, all right. First lap leaders, 250 class. It was Ferrandis, and it was Peters. 56% of us picked Justin Cooper, I would imagine. Uh, 12% got it right. So 12 of you, 12% of you probably picked Ferrandis. So. He freaking had him, dude. Yeah. He had Ferrandez pass, and he yeah. it didn't matter for me. My yeah. team sucked. Yeah. But it's frustrating. Well, and I even said I would go with Ferrandez for first lap leader because I really feel like he's going to win the race, and he's going to – Adam will win the championship, but Ferrandez will win the race, and I think he's going to make a statement, and I still didn't pick him. So, yeah, good job on that. Yeah, uh, I, can't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think picking Ferrandez was a good pick. It, it worked out. Don't right, wrong. Right. Like, it obviously was the right one, but I don't think it going in, it was, a, it was a good odds pick. Yeah, 55% of you picked the 450 first lap leader. 81% of you got it right. It was Tomac and Roxon, and I actually had Roxon, so I got that part right. Uh, 250 class from Ironman, Jesse Flock, a 1% pick trend, a Red Dog Academy rider, uh, 82%, 82 points, I should say, 1% pick trend. Covington, 76 fantasy points, 2% pick trend for, for Big Air Tom. Marchbank, 68 points, 15% pick trend. Schmoda, 66 points, 35% pick trend. Jet Lawrence, 66 points, 28% pick trend. Mosman, 64. Zach Williams, 58. Justin Thompson, 58. Marcus Phelps, 52. Uh, I had Joe Schmoda. I uh, figured that uh, even though he had scored some points and done okay at Buds, he would do even better. Uh, I got lucky. He uh, didn't do that great in Ironman, but uh, got me 66 points, uh, handicap 10. So I had Joe Schmoda. Uh, I couldn't pick Jet Lawrence, and I was really hoping he wasn't going to crush me. And he, he didn't really. 66 points is good, but he didn't crush me. He didn't make me that upset at it. Uh, my all-star was Amart, who squeaked it in 
barely in one moto and then got seventh the next moto. Uh, he did max out at 50, 50, uh, 50 points, though. So thank you, Alex Martin, for that. That was easy for me to pick. My other guy was Mitchell Falk, uh, 30 points in one moto. And the second moto, he was I think he was max or he was close to it, and he crashed out. Um, so right there went maybe a big part of my blown lead to Dan. Thank you, Mitchell Falk, for that. As I said, he, he would he was he would have been a really good pick. He would have been in the seventies for sure. Uh, I think even if he had finished that moto, he was looking really well, really good. So except for that crash, eight percent pick trend for Mitchell Falk. And my last guy was uh, yeah, it was Dylan Wright. I talked him up on last week's podcast. He qualified thirteenth. He was running tenth in Moto One. He had a hold on. Let me scroll to the bottom here. What what, uh, what was his pick trend? Fifty six percent pick trend. 56% pick trend. Uh, Mitchell Oldenburg had a 30% pick trend and got no points. Um, so, yeah, Dylan Wright, Canadian MX2 champion. Hey, the speed was there. The speed was there. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the bottom line. The speed was there. Um, yeah, really, really upsetting. So that was my team. Uh, JT, 250 class, who'd you have? Uh, had a decent team other than uh, one guy, and you're going to see a recurring theme in both these classes. This is why... Uh, my fantasy season went so crappy is because every single race almost I had a guy that just he didn't he decided not to race like he was just nah I'm good everything's everything's good I will just not participate today mm. uh, and that happened to be Mitchell Oldenburg for me this weekend yeah um, he, he's getting max points or at least forty in the first moto no big deal and then all of a sudden no more Mitchell Oldenburg and. I'm assuming he's alive. I, I don't know that there's any proof of that uh, because he certainly didn't race anymore on Saturday. So, yeah, uh, that's about how that went for him. Zero points on the day. Really appreciate that. Thanks for coming out. Uh, Joe Shimoda I had. He was pretty good. Not the 100 points that he got at Bud's Creek, which I proclaimed he would. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 66, that's all right. Four yeah. tied for fourth most. That's, that's okay. Yeah. Like, you know, nice bounce back. At least I got something out of him. But uh, he wrote hard to get there. He wrote hard, too. No, he wrote, he wrote yeah. good to get into there. Yeah. The, t- the really tough part is that, you know, and, and we've really harped on how this goes, but I got zero points out of him at Unadilla. Zero. Then he gets 100 points <laughs> at Bud's Creek. That's, <laughs> that's really hard. To, that's hard to overcome. Like, forget about my me being mad or whatever. But just on a numbers game, that's really hard to overcome because whoever you're going up against, that's a hundred point swing. Like you can't, and, and you got zero points out of him. They max. Like it's really difficult to catch up from that. You you almost need multiple weekends of beating someone to make up for that one scenario. I also had Jet Lawrence. He was good. Uh, he did not pull off, which was nice to see. And then uh, my final guy was Chase Sexton, and to me. I thought Chase Sexton was a no-brainer. Like as an all-star, I thought he was the easiest pick to make. Uh, so I, yeah, that was an easy one. And obviously, you know, guys crash and yeah. whatever. But I, he was never not on my team going uh, into the weekend. What about Dylan Wright? Qualified thirteenth. You know what? I knew everybody would pick him, okay. especially after time qualifying. And yep. I had a really short window. I was uh, I was doing Saturday qualifying with Malin, and then I had about um, I'm going to say five minutes to decipher all the qualifying and, and really pick my team. And I knew everybody would pick him. When when he got 13th in qualifying, he was already circled on everybody's board anyway. I knew it was a no-brainer. And I'm like, my only chance here is to zig when everybody zags and make up a ton of points. 
and that's it. Like otherwise, I'm I'm screwed. I'm going to just be a, an also ran. So I'm gonna I'm not going to pick him. Even if he kills it, it doesn't matter. My team's not good anyway, so it's fine. Okay. Well, he and he didn't do well, mm-hmm. right? So I, my theory worked out. It's just I had Oldenburg and the other 450 guy. We'll get into, but so it right. didn't really matter. But yeah, um, yeah. I just I don't know. I knew he was going to be fast. I was just hoping that with zero on the line, he's coming off a championship. If anything goes wrong in these scenarios, we've seen it where guys just they don't finish the day. They're like, ah, screw it, whatever. Like. This isn't a race that matters anyway, you know, and it's just their their willing to willingness to not finish or if things go sideways, any adversity, they just are like screw it. That's that's obviously what we saw, you know. He had a bike issue, and then it just seemed like they didn't have time or they didn't have the backup or whatever to go back out. Right. Um, so I just I just stay away from it. Dan, you did call Jesse Flock a few weeks ago as a potential yeah. guy. Yeah, he was good at Loretta's. He won a moto straight up, beat, mm-hmm. you know guys like Shimoda and Jet and those guys. Um, he's a rider that I help out. He rides with Timmy and trains in Florida. Um, I yeah. actually, you know, ha- had a call. He was going to race Unadilla, but he wanted to, you know, get right. ready a little bit more. Yeah, and I didn't pick him. Yeah. Um, well, T- Timmy said to pick him. Timmy said he would be top 20. Oh, yeah. And well, I, got that, I got the same text. I'm just like, this guy is clueless. He's clueless. Yeah, and I mean, when you looked at the field, he didn't qualify well, and sometimes I think we let the qualifying – um, put too much impact for us, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, we thought he would be top right. twenty, but he was a little slower. Uh, Ryan Holiday, who's in our group, he picked Covington. He was one of the two percent. And Ryan's doing good. He he made money in idiots. And I was like, why did you pick Covington? And he, he before the lockout, and he's like, he's not going to quit. He's just going to be really slow and ride around. And look at this list of guys. And sure enough, he just rode oh, around. And got twenty twenty second. I hate Ryan Holiday. And, um, <laughs> he's just yeah. It was tough, you know. I, w- so. I was never picking Flock. I was never picking Covington. I couldn't pick March Banks or Jet Lawrence. So Shimoda was yeah. really literally my my highest guy, and I got him, you know. But but um, yeah. Anyways, uh, Marks, who'd you pick? Uh, my Wednesday team yeah was Joe Shimoda. Um, I I was never like Jesse Flock Covington. Like you said, no shot. I'm ever picking those guys. Right. Um, there's a list of guys between my first and second high-scoring guys. Uh, Ferrandis was my next guy. Um, and then Hardtraft and Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Yeah, I mean, I didn't – it's hard to do it on Wednesday, and, like, I really didn't care. I, I you know, I was just kind of pumped for the season to be over, so I was just like, I'm going to pick a team. I don't even care if it's good. Like, yeah, I care, I care enough to pick a team, but not enough for it to be a good team kind of thing right so. right uh all right dan yeah, who'd, you pick, who'd you pick dan he was a lot like jt um you know we went back and forth moseman was someone that was on the radar he, he had been an all-star for a long time yeah and uh i just felt like he qualified good i think he qualified second and he was fastest in the first practice so he he was good i just i overlooked him for right i i was like right has a bigger handicap and that was the cushion that i thought i needed and so I didn't pick most. Right was Dylan right was tenth then. He was tenth early on. No, I I know. Yeah, I know. I watched it, and <laughs> I mean, when JT did the right thing, but for me, I was trying to beat you. That was really all I had. Um, but right cost me a good two to three spots in industry idiots, which was a couple hundred bucks. So I'm not happy about that. Um, but was, yeah, I had a pretty much same team as JT. I had Chase Sexton. I thought that was a no brainer as an all star, and then I had Shimoda and Jet Lawrence. Um, kind of same reason JT said, and then um, 
Dylan Wright, which was a big letdown. He was 10th, though, Dan. For a little while, he was maxing out. Yeah. That was Oldenburg. I mean, that's, yeah, Oldenburg's been 10th a lot, you know. So. <laughs> but you look at like guys like uh, Cook, who won the overall, you know, he gambled, and that's how you win the game. He had Jesse Flock on his team, you know. Um, and that's that's the crazy part is he won the whole thing and he won the bike, but he also took a lot of chances going into the last round. He picked a guy at his very first race who I'm sure he didn't know a whole lot about, you know, um, there's not a lot of data on Jesse flock, you know? So uh, I think you have to gamble to win this game. Uh, Marks, who was your all-star? He also had, right. No, I know he was gambling, right? Right. He was swinging for the fences at the last round. Marks, who'd you have for for an all-star? Sorry. Uh, Ferrandez. Ferrandez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just figured. I just figured last race he'd yeah. be doing everything like the you know all he yep. could do is go one one and hope something happens to AC and that was kind of my mindset so right. that's why I went with Brandis. All right, yeah, yeah, all right. Um, all right, four fifty class from Indiana. Here it gets worse again for me here. Uh, <laughs> Dustin Winter, hundred points for Dustin Winter, two percent pick trend. Um, yeah, I picked him. You picked Dustin Winter? No, no, no. This is this is I'm, I'm leading. Oh, the, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Winter scored the most points. Caleb Tennant, seven, that's Paul Parabinos' guy, 76 points, 5% pick trend. Marshall Welton, 74% pick trend, or 74 points, 39% pick trend. Jeremy Hand, 72 and 10. Joey Savacci, 72 and 24. Benny Bloss, 64. Benny, Benny Bloss qualified second, so 64 points, 40% pick trend for him. Nobody picked Luke Neese or the Canadian Keelan Meston. They had 60 and 58 points, respectively. Henry Miller, 58 points and 35% pick trend. Uh, pick trend guys, as I said, Benny was top, then Welton, then Plessinger, then Miller, Roxon, Savachi, Barsha, all uh, all up there. So for me, I picked Marshall Welton. Uh, he was on a 450, which I think is uh, a little easier class. He went 1920 at Unadilla, so I figured he would be score high, higher than that at Ironman. And uh, on a 450, like I said, easier class, and he got 74 points. He killed it in the second moto. First moto, he said his uh, front end was coming apart because he forgot a spacer when he's putting his clamps on or something. I don't know. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, but uh, Welton, 74 points. Good job for him. I picked Henry Miller was my next guy. Seven handicap. Uh, I just thought he'd be solid. I thought it'd be a good track for him, and he rode really well. Um, you know, 58's not bad. I couldn't take Jeremy Hand. I l- couldn't take Benny. I had Benny at Bud's, so couldn't take him there. And I was never picking Winter and Tenet. Did I not pick Winter earlier this year? And you guys mocked me saying he never finishes. I think I think I did. I think I picked Winter earlier Maybe, this year. Maybe, but he has a lot of DNF. Yeah, I mean, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot. Uh, he he came through, just uh, not for only for only two percent of the people. Uh, my all star was Barsha. Um, I thought it would be a good track for him, and he rode really well. Forty-seven points, whatever. I'll take it. Uh, the all star, the only all star to get maxed out was Kenny, and I couldn't take Kenny. So I guess uh, I did the best I could with that. Uh, and my other guy was. Uh, Aaron Plessinger, yep, two points, uh, 9-9 at Bud's, uh, a real building day on a track he'd been really good at on a 250. Yes, he visited the Asterix truck after Moto 1, uh, but I was I was told that he was okay from a Yamaha guy. Um, clearly not. He was battling some sort of virus, I guess, or something. I didn't know anything about a virus or a sickness or anything. He was 10th or 11th in Moto 1 for 20 minutes. And then he just started fading. And then he never even showed up for Moto2. Aaron Plessinger really cost me uh, that $50 with Dan Truman. Absolutely. Um, Dan, who'd you have? First of all, has finished like two motos all year. I picked 
I picked him at uh, Millville, and I have video of him just hanging out with me in the mechanics area during the moto. <laughs> so those 2% people who picked him, obviously they must not see my videos that I post or anything. But good, congratulations for picking Dustin Winder for those people. 2%. Um, 2% of people. Yeah. 2 2%, right? Um, I'm really mad at myself for not picking Jeremy Hand. He's my guy. It's his hometown race. I talked about him on the show last week. I knew he would be good. And I just thought Henry Miller would be better. Um, but I really should have looked. He probably wasn't going to be eight spots better with that class. Yeah. So I went with Henry I went with Henry Miller. He rode good, but he didn't really have a high ceiling. So I kind of I lost a little bit there. Um, I did go with Benny. Uh, he qualified really well. I thought he was a good handicap. Um, you know, so that was good as well. My all-star was Roxon, so that was good. He was the only all-star to get the 50 points. And he also uh, got the first lap leader right for me, mm-hmm. um, which was which was good. He's been really good on those long first laps. Um, so yeah, that's why I went with him. And then my last guy was tough. I um, I couldn't decide between Savachi um, because I didn't know where he was at. You know, if he was. Well, you guys said he wasn't not. even going to show up. You guys were thinking he wasn't even going to show. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't know where we were at. You know, we were hearing what might not even be coming because he just had a kid and things like that. So. I went with uh, Marshall Welton with you. Um, I, I agreed that the class was a little bit easier, and, and he b- did really well at Unadilla, or his last race I think was Unadilla. So, yeah, I went with Marshall, and, and he rode really good the second moto. Uh, I couldn't pick AP. I had him at Butts Creek, or I probably would have picked him too with your information. I mean, you told us he was, yep, AP's fine. What can I do then, so, What can I do other than ask somebody, Dan? What can I do? Do I need to go yeah, and get the – Do I need to bust into the Asterix truck, uh, Alpine Star's I mean, truck? And, and I've done that this year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, sometimes you need to do that, Steve. I mean, for the sake of the game and for people, you know, wow. sometimes you need to you need to put the game in your hands and tell them. He hey, went nine nine at Buds. All I needed was a nine nine again at a track that he's dominated at before in two fifty well, class. Maybe he needed you to tell him to get that shot. Maybe uh. he needed a shot. <laughs> you gotta gotta reassure these guys. But yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, uh, talked about Tenet and Savachi. I just I didn't see. I didn't know with Joey, you know, we've seen him pull off in the past and I just, the last race team, yeah. I didn't know. So it, uh, I'm not too upset with my, my 450 team. If I had, if I could have been picked Bloss, I would have. The second place qualifying time is no joke. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, I'm not that he's going to get second in the motos, but I would have picked him for sure at a three handicap. Uh, absolutely. So, uh, Marks, who'd you have? Um, Wednesday team. Yeah. Wednesday team. Yeah, Wednesday team. We have to qualify my horrible team by saying Wednesday team, even though it's about the same as all my other weeks here. Um, <laughs> Joey, I had Joey Savacci, which, you know, is always a gamble. It seemed to work out. Um, Anderson was my all-star. Let me make sure I'm looking at the right one here. Yeah, Anderson was my all-star. Um, I don't think I could pick. I don't remember who I couldn't pick, but I just liked Anderson's three rather than, like, one's. Um, and then my other two, like those two were okay. My other two guys who seem to like work out every other week coming up to this race, except for this one, were Isaac Teasdale and Cody Shock, who got me nine and four points <laughs> for a total of uh, 13 combined between the two. So thanks, boys. Shock was a Bud's Creek guy. That was it. That's, that was Shock's spot, was Bud's I Creek. I feel like he had a couple good ones before and, that. And he had, not really. He did. Yeah, he did. Southwick was pretty good. Ah, uh, I mean, Red Buddy started top five both motos. Yeah, but didn't get anything. 
Um, see, so, so when I'm looking at live timing, I see his name up there, and I don't have him, and then the next race comes around, and I see him on my list, and I'm like, yeah, why not? <laughs> this is why not. Yeah, yeah, because his handicap would go down after a good Bud's Creek, right? So I, that's where you stay away, but whatever. Right, yeah, that's like fine. he was a 10, so I was thinking, like, if he can get, like, 18th or something, I was cool with that. Like, I didn't care, but he couldn't couldn't do that, so okay, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Uh, JT? Well, more heartbreak, as it would have, have to be. Um, I did pick Savachi, who we all know the trials and tribulations of Joey Savachi this fantasy season. But he's been okay as of late. Um, it, it definitely turned around. I mean, for me, Redbud was pretty much the height of it. You know, it started out bad. Lakewood, I think he, he burned a lot of people with his test session. And then it was basically just how many ways can you find to screw fantasy players over? up until, like, Redbud seemed to be kind of the last one, and then it slowly started to turn around. Um, so kudos to him. Uh, I had him. He was uh, 72 points. Not too bad. I had Benny Bloss, who, uh, yeah, I've, I've been picking Benny a lot lately because he's pretty solid. Yeah, he does crash some or whatever, but he's in shape. He may not get the best starts, but he always charges to the front if he's on his bike, and uh, I like picking Benny. And obviously his second place in qualifying, as you mentioned, was 20 for me. Um, yeah, I just that, that was kind of a, a no-brainer. Even though he was a three, I knew with the way the field has been, uh, he's just a little – he's better than Cunningham and John Shorten, those guys. So I knew he would be somewhere, you know, 8 to 11 is where kind of where I had him tagged in. Uh, and then my other two were just a disaster. Uh, I had Marvin for my all-star. And, yeah, easy. Wins the first moto. Incredible ride. And the second moto, he dies in the second turn. Um <laughs> So, yeah, it sucked. Uh, that was basically like, at that point, I just wanted to close my computer. It was, I don't know, 10 o'clock at night in Sweden, and I was really pissed off. And uh, that was after I had learned that Aaron Plessinger wouldn't come out for the second moto after he had just decided to watch the end of the first moto. Um, so, yeah, Plessinger was obviously my fourth pick. And as you said, something was going on, and I was hammering you on it because I asked if he was okay. And, Obviously, you got bad information. Yeah. I just I just can't. I can't take it. I can't take these guys just quitting. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, if, okay, yeah, if, you're, if it's unsafe for you to ride and you can't do it, that whatever. If your bike breaks, okay. If you're hurt, okay. But the amount of guys that I see where it's just they're just facing some adversity and things aren't going so well and they take it to the truck, I don't know how much more I can take of that before I'm going to snap. It just drives me freaking insane. Like, I, I even tweet, I tweeted about it, which I never do. It's like, you go back and you talk to, and, and yeah, older guys or whatever, but go ask Ricky Carmichael or Jeff Stanton or, I don't know, whoever your favorite rider was from yesteryear, how many times they just pulled off because things weren't going so well. Never. Like, that did not happen. You didn't, you didn't stop. You didn't go back to the truck. Ask Jeremy McGrath what it cost him when he pulled off at Millville. In 97. It cost him a championship. Or 90, Washugal, 97? Washugal, Washugal 97. I think it was Millville. No, Washugal 96. He hurt his foot at Millville. Right, but that was the moto he pulled off, right, because his foot was hurt or no? No. Either way, no. right. You may, you may be right. Okay. Either way, it cost him a championship, and it's his biggest regret ever was pulling off when he didn't have to. And that stuff just drives me crazy. And 
I, I, I've done it in my career, and Dan yelled at me, and I tried to never do it again. <laughs> and I, and he didn't yell at me because of fantasy. It's just not the right thing to do. Like there are so many people that are working their ass off for you to get you out there and spending money, their own money, and sponsors and everything else. The least you can do is finish the damn race. That's it. Like if you're slow, you don't ride well, you don't get a good result. It's whatever. Like, I'll, I'll be transparent. Like, my last year in 2012, I sucked all summer. And I, my effort wasn't there, and it, I was old, and it just wasn't happening. But I didn't pull off. I didn't quit. I was in 30th place half the time, like, just getting smoked. But I didn't quit. Like, I just – I'll get off my, you know, get off my platform now. But just stuff drives me crazy, man. I, I can't take it. I can't take watching it. It drives me insane knowing how much I did it. And it just – you're going to look back. These kids are going to look back and be like, damn it. I could have finished that moto. You know, like why I didn't have to stop. You know, maybe I got frustrated or maybe I crashed. Keep going, dude. Like Zane Merritt, as much as I got frustrated with his results at times this summer, he never stopped trying. Like, even though he'd be out of the double points and I'd be mad and whatever, I still respect the fact that he didn't stop trying. I just, I don't know. I think there's a lesson there for a lot of these kids to learn. (laughs) Okay, I'm done now. Uh, okay, but, I mean, don't you feel like AP obviously was in bad shape? Obviously, he's not a guy to quit? I don't know. Right. I, I don't know. I mean, you tell me. I'll give him the benefit was, of the doubt. He was good enough to ride around inside the top 10 for 20 minutes. Yeah, I guess. that There is that point. You're right. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm not saying it's just him. It doesn't have to be just him. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's, no, no. Uh, this he's is, taking the brunt of it. Right. You know, it's it's – I don't know how bad Oldenburg was hurt, but he's certainly done it in the past. I mean, there are so many guys that have done this. You know, it's not just one guy. It's it's like an epidemic. <laughs> well, that's how JT season went, everybody. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Fantasy, fantasy for you know, forget fantasy. Like, who cares? I'm just saying, as racers and as these kids are developing habits, I just I hate it. I hate to see it. Uh, yeah, well said. No, for sure. So, uh, well, Dan, yeah, you, uh, you win the, uh, experts motocross season. I believe you were 39th overall if there was a national number. Correct? I think. Question? What was the question? You were 39 if there was a national number, I believe. If we gave you a national number for Pulp Mex. Yes. Uh, yes, 39. I, I was yeah. 71. And JT, you were 90 something? 93, I think. 93? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my plate, yeah, 83. Yeah, yeah, so we, we all would have been in the top 100. Uh, congratulations to those who did get in the top 100. Uh, really good job, really good accomplishment. Uh, congratulations, too, to Cook. He won the overall Publix Fantasy League last year. He didn't win motocross, he didn't win supercross, but he got the number one overall plate last year, and he defends it. Dan, crazy good. Crazy good. Yeah. For sure, for sure. He and he actually did win motocross this year, so uh, he he actually, he gets the bike. Which last year he didn't win either, so he was a little bummed he got the red plate, but he didn't get either of the bikes. Um, but yeah, this year he was able to hold on to the motocross series and, and win the bike. And uh, we've talked to Cook; he puts a lot of effort into to fantasy. You know, he studies a lot. Not that it really helps or not. He had rights this weekend because he studied and said he listened to you, which is pretty much useless. And uh, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, congratulations to him. Yeah, Marks, that's crazy for a guy to take the number one plate. We've had the game two years. He's yeah, going to be the red plate I mean, guy. Yeah. I mean, to be that consistent, and, like, he's averaging, I mean, just for outdoors, he's averaging, like, 460 points each round. 
and like most people would be pumped to have that once. You know, yeah. So that just goes to show, like how yeah. how consistently good he is. So yeah, yeah. I mean, and, that number one play, he earned it. And he and he won the motocross series, so he gets a KX two fifty for that effort. Uh, thanks to the folks at Kawasaki, of course, for that. Uh, also, we did a random draw on Monday night for the KX four fifty. Jacks in the box wins the four fifty. Uh, a guy in uh, uh, Middle America, and looking forward to hooking him up with a KX four fifty for playing Pulpomex Fantasy. Um, that was a random draw. Uh, now, I believe Jax did pretty well at one round marks this year. Yeah, I think it was... Buds? Uh, was, Buds. It, was it Buds? Yeah. yeah. I yep. they got so, second. Won a set of Michelin tires from Buds Creek. Up yeah. So, um, nice I think work. It's a, I think it's a guy's wife. I think it's a female, actually. Okay. I was well, yeah, in a tweet. I, I don't know if the tweet's real, but it said, hey, that's my wife. This is awesome. So, <laughs> it seems well, like a real tweet. <laughs> well, she should hang on to it or sell and just sell it to the husband or boyfriend or yes, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, congratulations to those people, uh, and 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 congratulations to everybody who played all year and got a number one pl- or got a number one hundred plate. That's something special with the num- amount of players we had, man. And uh, thank you, Fly Racing. Yeah, we'll reach out. I just want to say yeah. we, we are reaching out to all of the winners. Um, so you know, look out for an email. You know, we have usernames and emails, so we're reaching out to all you guys by via email. Yep. On your on your season prizes, uh, all the weekly prizes have been shipped out. Uh, there's a few jerseys that we're waiting on uh, from a couple of the riders. Also, thank you to the riders for for doing that. You know, it's cool to get jerseys right off the guys' backs and yep. and to to be able to do that where I don't think you can. You know, no other site you can do. No, that that so. that, that AC jersey I sent still smells. It's all sweaty. It still smells like Adam. So you get to soak in his uh, in his sweat from, from whenever I got it. Uh, thank you to Pro Taper, Fly, Hundred Percent, and Kawasaki for this podcast. I want to thank uh, Kawasaki, Dirt Dreams, Fly Racing, Zools, MTF, Get, and Athena, Race Tech, Pro Taper, Throttle Syndicate, Fly, EVS, Red Bull, Pit Posse, Polar Polar Guys, One Hundred Percent Guys, and Pro Taper for the uh, season ending prizes. Uh, Michelin, BTO Sports. Hot cams, pivot works, Maxima, Pro Filter, uh, Bully Locks, all on board with us for the for the weekly prizes each and every each and every week, uh, along with all the companies' names. So thank you to all those companies for supporting the site, man. It's been great. It's been a lot of fun. We got some plans for 2020 to, in the prize category to switch switch things up and to add more uh, and go deeper. We tried to do the weekly prizes as well to go deeper with that. Um, weekly prizes for the Polar and BTO Sports gift cards, so you don't have to be cook and be an expert at fantasy to win something from from the game. So it's absolutely, um, it's been a ton of fun. Um, JT, what else do you got to say? Uh, nothing. I mean, it was season two, right? We're we're learning as we go, and uh, I'm just I'm thankful for all the people that are playing. Like the amount of response we get from people at the races and on social media and everything has been honestly it's been a little overwhelming so i know we all love it as much as we all complain and i whine and i'm it makes me angry on the weekends uh we all play because we love it you know we were playing some sort of fantasy or fantasy football or anything long before we ever decided to to team up and create you know pulp and fantasy so yeah i think just bigger and better and uh hopefully marks can maintain his sanity as we roll into 2020 and yeah we'll be looking good uh yeah you know that's that's a good point um I, the 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 at pulp Max fantasy twitter account the replies to that when people are frustrated is almost worth having the site alone just love those yeah, Lo- love 100%. those yeah um marks what, what what do you got to say 
Uh, yeah, I mean, not much more than what JT said. I think, uh, you know, it's been fun. It's obviously it's tough for me being the, the sole programmer on the project sometimes. Um, but, you know, I think it's in a good spot, and I, I think next year will be even better. You know, I said that last year, but I, I really do think that A1 will be about as smooth as the rest of the races that we've had this year. So uh, hopefully that, that gets people excited and we, you know, keep having everyone come back and play. And, you know, I, I complain about it too, and it does drive me crazy sometimes, but it, it's my baby and I, I love it. You know, this is like, this is my thing. So I'll, I'll be here. Uh, Dan, Dan, last words for the yeah. uh, for the show, for the podcast? Yeah, you know, I just appreciate everyone that plays. You know, uh, we've seen a lot of tweets with people with some ideas. You know, we implemented some of them this year. I think that we're good. Like the first lap leader points being half if you lose it. I think that was something that was good. We have some ideas for next year that we're working on as well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you got ideas, send them to us, and, you know, we'll look at them. Um, we, had some, we had some speed bumps <laughs> at the beginning of the year, but, you know, I think the outdoor season ran very smooth. You know, um, so it'll get better. I think it was fun. Everyone has fun doing it. And, you know, the riders that tweet us and stuff, we, we don't take it personal. But, I mean, it's pretty cool when you get a text. I got a text from Ben, ben LeMay at Bud's Creek that said, hey, I listened to the podcast. You said I was a good pick, but I can't line up for Moto 1. My motor blew. Please don't pick me. He didn't want me to be mad at him. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and it's like this guy's trying to get his bike fixed well, to go to the moto, but he's thinking about us. Please don't pick me because no, I don't no, want no. you to be mad at me. Dan, I heard Koga. I heard Koga left America because of you. Yes, that that is true. Koga <laughs> will not be back. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, too, um, congratulations to Ty Masterpool. Uh, he collected the most fantasy points outdoors out of every rider. Bogle was the winner in Supercross, and Ty Masterpool was the winner in uh, Motocross. We'll be getting a Pulpamex Fantasy Pulpy out to him as well. So thanks to Ty Masterpool for coming through for everybody. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, Paul Parabinos is not on the show, but uh, he thanks you as well, even though he was probably the most miserable out of all of us because he, <laughs> once again, didn't have a good year in uh, Pulpamex Fantasy. But uh, knowing Paul, he'll be back with a vengeance in 2020, ready to attack it. And this time he probably won't be a mechanic for the first five rounds. So it'll probably be a little yeah. easier for Paul, you know? Um, but again, yeah, thanks to the companies that support the site. Thanks to you people for playing. We, we couldn't do it without you. And, uh, yeah, man, thanks to Fly Racing, Pro Taper, Kawasaki, and the folks at 100% for making this podcast happen. Uh, anything else, boys? All right, I think that's All it. Right. Uh, Dylan Wright was 10th. Dylan Wright was 10th, everybody. He was 10th. <laughs> Keep holding yeah. on to that. If, if James Stewart didn't crash, he'd have 400 wins, too. So. Yeah. He was 10th. God damn it. Damn you, Dan Truman. All right. Stay in Canada. Stay in Canada. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for playing. See you, boys. All right, see you, boys. See you.